You're listening to Thunder Quack Podcast Network. Hi, I'm Courtney. I'm Allison. I'm Courtney and Allison of the Double X Files. And guys, we had we we took a little break from recording. I mean, like podcast wise, you guys didn't notice. Yeah, you had no idea. You had no dummies. I- <laughs> you had no idea what we were doing behind the podcast curtain. Um but we took a break from our last episode. Uh, if you listened to our last episode, Excelsius Day, it was a little bit, um, we, we, it was, had a different tone. Yeah. Because we take that stuff seriously. But this episode, after taking a break, uh, from recording, we're back with Aubrey, uh, season two, episode 12. And I think we're back to our old selves. Yeah. Or at least the X-Files is back to itself uh, in which that it's not overtly offensive and makes me want to cry. Yeah. It's just back to its mediocre self. It's just, yeah, it's just, it's not awful. It's just bad. It is, it's just, it's just bad. It's just bad, which is okay with us. Yeah. I mean, we're okay with bad. We're not okay with offensive. We're okay with bad. We can get down with his bad self. Yeah. So, Allison, let's get back to normal. I feel like, I feel like after, like, you know, when you haven't done something for a long time, like riding a bike. Mm-hmm. You know how they always say, like, oh, you can just, if you've learned how to ride a bike, you can just get back on the bike and ride it. Is that what they say? Yeah. But there's, like, a whole, like, idiom saying it's just like riding a bike if you yeah. haven't done it in a long time. Yeah, that I've heard. <laughs> I've never that? heard people say if you've ridden a bike and you haven't done it in a long time, you could just get back on and ride it. I've not heard people say that until just now. That's the same now. thing, right? I mean, I guess. Like you just like <laughs> I'll accept it. But I was going to say like, have you have you done that? Like have you actually not ridden a bike for a long time and then get on the bike and then you're 100% fine? Oh, no, absolutely not. I know. I find that idiom as complete bullshit. Yeah. Because, I mean, I can ride it, but I look like a toddler riding it. Also, my it. crotch hurt so much. Oh, God, that hurts so bad. It does. Yeah, like it my whole bad. region was just screaming in pain. So what I'm saying is, this is us getting back on the X-Files bike, and our crotch is going to hurt real bad afterwards. Yeah. And it's going to be a little shaky, but I hope that you guys continue on with us. Yeah, totes. So let's get on this bike together. It's Yay. gonna be it's gonna be a three person bike. Uh, I'll be on front. Allison, you can take up the rear, and the listener, you're gonna be sandwiched right in between us. <laughs> Let's go. Are you ready for this journey? I'm ready. Okay, Allison, can you uh, from the backseat of this podcast uh, triangle bike? That would be weird. Yeah. <laughs> three person bike. Allison, can you tell us the uh, Netflix? description yeah here it is so season two episodes 12 the description is a pregnant woman experiences visions of serial killings that span half a century okay well we uh we got that's pretty standard x-files hair yeah then there's nothing completely crazy about it mm-hmm. i mean there's like okay okay let's let's work with that yeah okay x-files let's work with that we start with 
a follow shot mm-hmm. in a yes. police office. A long tracking shot. Long tracking shot. Some sweet Dutch angles. Uh, and um, we see a dog. We do. We both said a dog. And the dog is getting ready for some sleepy sleeps. Yes, he's, he's tired. He's just like, you know when dogs do the little like circle thing and they like. They get comfy. They get comfy. Like, is that, does that come from like when dogs were wolves and they had to like, like squish up like. Foliage. 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 Yep, that's a thing. And they had to, like, make their own bed. Is that, like, a thing that they had to do? Where does that come from? I don't... That's a good question. Why do dogs go in concentric circles? I am very tired. That's okay. We like you anyways. Um, my friend... My peeps in Vancouver, I just came from the Vancouver... Retro gaming, retro video game, retro gaming con. Mm-hmm. I'm sure there's a hashtag. I was there very late. I was helping out. It was fun. I'm very tired. So if I don't pronounce things correctly, um, I don't apologize to you. But it's just gonna be it's just gonna be a fun game that we have now. Yeah, and um, on my end, I woke up at noon yesterday and played Fallout all day. So. <sighs> Well, at least both of us were productive in our own special ways. Hey, I'm very productive in Fallout. Yeah? Yeah, I just, um, uh, what I do is I uh, have a settlement on Spectacle Island. This mm. is Fallout 4 we're talking. Um, and uh, I... Not that Fallout 3 trash. No, so I built a mansion there that I call the Spectacle Island Recycling Center. <laughs> and basically the lower floor is just full of bathtubs. Uh, and I sort everything that I find into those bathtubs. So you are sorting your recyclables. Yeah. Like, I've got one full of teddy bears. I've got one full of bones. I've got one full of, like, irradiated blood. That's nice of you to take care of. Are you... Are you the trash man of Fallout 4? Yes, but no one else can make it to my private recycling island. So I'm really just hoarding all the supplies. (laughs) So you could, like... You know how we have those bottle depots? Mm-hmm. So, hypothetically, like, people could come and, like, sort their trash and you give a deposit back? No, they're not allowed to come to my island. Why not? It's just for me. <laughs> they might mess it up. <laughs> they might put they might put the, the cockroach in the, in the boned bathtub. Are you they s- might put regular blood in the irradiated blood bathtub. <laughs> that just ruins all your fucking what blood. What if they put a cherry nuka in with my, my nuka quantums? But aren't they all Nukem? No. No? No, they're different. What if they put a regular Vim in with my Captain's Blend Vim? That's a Far Harbor reference. The new DLC. Hey, Fallout, sponsor us. <laughs> hey, Fallout, sponsor us. Who makes Fallout? Uh, Beth Esda. Hey, Beth. Beth? Beth. But hey, Beth Esda, sponsor us. Yeah, Beth, could you sponsor us? This could be a, this could be a Fallout podcast, which would be great because I don't play video games. Todd Howard, could you could you sponsor us? Sponsor us, you also Todd Howard. We're gonna talk about the X Files now. Yeah, we're gonna do that thing that we do. That's why you come here to hear us do that thing, right? Uh, John Locke. John Locke. John Locke was there. He had a little pencil mustache. <laughs> oh my god. Uh, John Locke is a detective. Yeah. Detective chief, and he's married, but he'd been messing around with one of his fellow detectives. And John Locke is pregnant, you guys. Yeah, he's pregnant. He got he's up the duff, um, which is a weird saying. Up the duff. Up the duff. What does is duff a uterus? Uh, I guess, but I'm also familiar with the phrase skilly and duff. 
What is that? That is a food stuff that the animals in Redwall make. (laughs) Oh, God. The otters specifically, I think. (laughs) Oh, no. I told you, Allison, you don't bring up Redwall. I'm sorry. You're not. That's banned. I can't help it. I don't want to hear about your tater and root vegetable pies. And my sweet Jesus mice. (laughs) I don't want to hear about it. Uh, John Locke is here. He's pregnant. Yeah, he's prego. Uh... But it's actually his also his other girlfriend is pregnant or his mistress. She's a detective. She's a hot detective named BJ. Yeah. What do you think BJ stands for? I like <laughs> butt junk. <laughs> Blow job. That is the first thing that came. Butt in. junk. Butt junk. Well, but then also, as you were talking, this came into my head. He was a chief. She was a detective. Can I make it any more obvious? <laughs> Because there's it's skater boy. Is this, Anyways, is this, he is a murder boy. Says see you later, boy. He's gonna murder you later, boy. Yeah, um, murder boy. But I, I have a question. So when a male a type child yeah. is named something J, it usually stands for junior, correct? Right. Like uh, like B. Yeah, like I BJ think so. is something Bobby Junior, Bobby Junior, or like Jason Junior, JJ. Yeah, or like Junior Junior is yeah. also JJ. But oh, typically, female children do not get named Junior. No, so usually it's like Bobby Joe is BJ. Oh, or Bobby Joe, Donna Joe is DJ. Okay. And here's an interesting factoid that I've learned from my life, um, <laughs> and people within it. Uh, when it uh, the child is like the third of a generation of that name, it's yeah. called they call it trip for triple. Tri- so the name is trip. Yeah, like or it's like a nickname. So if you were David and your dad, if you if you're David and your child is David Junior and your grandchild is David the third, then you call him triple or trip. You call it Dave Trip or DJ. You just call or, it trip. Oh, just be like, hey, trip. I've never heard that. Can before. you clean the yacht? Because if you're the third of something, then that name is super important. You must be super rich. Trip, where did you put my sack of loose diamonds? <laughs> but I just want to know why why female children aren't named Junior after their mums. I don't know. It's patriarchal. It's yeah. Stupid. Fuck that. I'm gonna have I'm gonna have not a baby. But if I did, they'd be named CJ. Courtney Junior. Yes. What about? Koju. Koju? Yes. <laughs> Even more Koju. Do you think my f- imaginary CJ baby would, Koju baby would hate me because I named them Probs. Koju? Probs. Mm, mm, yeah. Mm. They'd be like, well, mom, this is not good stuff. Good thing I didn't have that child. Yep. Good thing that doesn't exist. Give our kid. <laughs> um, so this pregnant lady uh, who, do we, oh yeah, BJ. Her name's BJ. BJ. That is, becomes very clear later on. Um. So she has this thing where she's going to her house. No, she's going to the Motel Black, which is where John Locke tells her to go so they can talk. Oh, yeah, because he's has a wife, but yeah. also has impregnated BJ. Yeah. Real classy there, John Locke. Um, this is before he goes to the island. Maybe mm-hmm. that's why he runs away. How does, in this world, how does, how does Detective John Locke get paralyzed then? Um, he is, uh, chasing after that police dog. The dog that was making a nest? Yeah. Yeah. And he, uh, trips over a fallen log. 
Yeah. And he um, falls down a very steep hill. Yeah. And um, he's fine after that, incidentally. Yeah. Um, but then he goes to the gym for his regular, like, sitch, and his form isn't isn't on point. Oh, God. And he hurts himself. Oh, God. Like, he, like, fucking is deadlifting, and he's not using a belt, and he has horrible form, and it just goes snap. Yeah. Oh, John Locke. Why? John Locke, you gotta have your form on point. John Locke, you gotta lock those... No, you don't lock your knees. Don't lock your you knees. You don't. No. John, that's what he did. He yeah, locked his knees. Yeah, he locked knees. his knees. That's, why that's how he got the name. <laughs> By the way, uh, if you're like, oh, these two girls don't know lifting. Do you even lift two girls? We're like, fuck you, because we do. We do. I recently started. <laughs> okay, I got to tell you guys a cute story that has nothing to do with the X-Files, but you don't care. Uh, Allison, uh, today, right before we start recording, she gingerly touched her underarms and said Courtney what are these called what muscles are these called I said those are your lats well they hurt they do because you did some pull-ups I did some pull-ups and my lats hurt (laughs) did you blast those lats I blasted my lats so hard you know the best thing about that is when you get sweet lats and uh traps which are the ones that are by your neck Mm -hmm. uh you do something called bringing up the cobra hood. Oh, my God. And you, like, pop the lats and pop the traps, and you got this sweet, like, Jesus. Cobra. Gonna come and get you. <laughs> I can't wait until I can so do So you gotta that. do some shrugs. Yeah. You gotta do some more lat, lat pull-downs. You gotta mm-hmm. do some pull-ups. That's all you gotta do. Just that. And then you're gonna just, we're gonna call you the cobra. Remember to skip leg day. Always. Always skip Always. leg day. You don't need that. No. You just wanna be a sweet Dorito shape. You just, <laughs> just a co- dope triangle. Cobra's Cobras don't have legs. No, so They're why just... should you? <laughs> this has been Health Minute with Courtney and Allison. Yeah, it's very important. Blast those lats. Blast those lats. Okay, so back to the, the actual episode, <laughs> which, to be honest, was not easy to follow. Yeah, Um. so BJ. BJ. Pregnant lady. Yeah. She goes home. Or no, no, no she, goes she goes to the hotel. The hotel. And she's trying to open the door with a key, but she has like a weird the shining. The sh- the sh- we call it yeah. It is is literally what happens. The shining. Yeah. Uh, so she sees car headlights. She sees a guy dragging a body and burying the body, mm-hmm. and then suddenly she's where the body is, and she's digging it up. And it turns out that this is the body of an FBI agent that was dead dead forty years ago. Oh yeah, he died in nineteen forty two. Yeah. So, and the whole scene has a really weird like time lapse effect. It reminded me of you know those like. TV shows like To Catch a Killer or America's Most Wanted. Yeah, it did. And they're like reenacting it. Making that's, a murderer. That's making... Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Make Did they have reenactment in Making oh, a yeah. Murderer? Oh, yeah. Okay, I totally forgot. Um, that's what it reminded me of. But the sound mixing was Oh, you so guys. The sound mixing in this episode is rough. garbage. It, for, it's almost like they turned it up like maybe two numbers too much and so when this was happening this is blaring yeah and then it the music is still going when people start talking and we can't we don't there know there are a number of know. points in the show where the the score is so far above the dialogue that it's ridiculous and now i know what you're thinking similar to you were thinking about our lifting you think these girls don't know a shit about sound mixing but i will tell you i have sat in over three sound mixes 
over three. Over three. No, no less than three. No more than five. Sound mixes. Exactly. <laughs> I, so I'm familiar with, but I just want to know who, what producers were sitting in these mixes that I assume the same studio I've sat in because that's where Van- you do your mixing. It's Vancouver. Vancouver. Um, who was looking at these levels and like, yeah, I'm digging this. Yeah, I'm like super. this is perfect. Who needs to hear this dialogue? <laughs> I mean, I wrote it. It's garbage. So <laughs> maybe that's it. Maybe they're hiding it. Maybe. Maybe they're trying to like. That's why they use the fuzzy. They also use later on a very fuzzy, soft focus. Oh yeah, because maybe it's just trying to like cover up the substantial errors in the plot. Yeah, I dig it. That's legit. Whatever. I mean, that's do what it, I do. Do what you gotta. It's like using an Instagram filter for your X files, right? Yeah, <laughs> it's your Instagram filter. You're, oh hey no! Turn off this episode. <laughs> okay. Um, Can we do that BJ joke? Yeah, we're going to do the BJ joke. Do the BJ joke. So we're with Mulder and Scully, and they're talking about this case, and they're like, okay, well, this is interesting, and it's about an FBI agent, so we'll go check it out. And um, Mulder's like, yeah, I definitely think we should go take a look. And also, I've always been intrigued by women named BJ. Come on, Mulder. Mulder. Fuck you. Come on. What? Because her name sounds like it might be related to blowjobs and you like it when a woman puts her mouth on your dick to give you pleasure? Is that it? Is that it? Is that the joke? Is that all? Is that all you got? Because really, that's super lame. Yeah, like, oh, I like it when women suck my dick and so if their name implies that they might be willing to suck my dick then I'm interested. Because all women named BJ know how to suck heavy dick. And all women enjoy sucking heavy dick. So Mulder has to make that joke. Like he's gotta be in there making his dumb <sighs> dick sucking jokes. Unless Unless? Unless BJ, maybe he's really interested in her because you know, he is really into the Dukes of Hazard. And, like, Duke of... Okay, I've got it. Yeah. Mulder's really into the Dukes of Hazard. Mm-hmm. So much so, he's part of a role-playing group in which... No, stay with me. I'm with you. I'm stay with, with you. me. In which... And in this, this sort of uh, LARP, uh, you have to take on kind of a, a name that shows your southern persona okay okay and Mulder, whose southern persona is uh sweet bobby joe mm-hmm. uh a aka sweet bj mm-hmm. he's sweet beach sweet beach he's he's connected to that name now okay so now he's intrigued with like hey my larping name in this Dukes of Hazard LARP that I do online with the new internet. My name is Sweet Bobby Joe, so you know. Now, why is he just intrigued by women named Bobby Joe? No, it could be anyone. No, no, no. It but could he be says anyone. women in the episode. Well, maybe. Oh, I know because he plays a woman in the LARP, so he needs to really. So he, he's trying to get some back. He's trying to get into the BJ character. Okay, I see. Right? Yeah. Now, who's the bear? What do you mean the bear? What do you mean, the bear? BJ and the bear. BJ and the bear? Is that not a thing? Do you mean Smokey and the Bandit? No, I don't mean that, (laughs) because that's not what I mean. The bear. BJ and the bear. BJ and the bear. That's something, right? I don't know. Is it? (laughs) I'm going to Google it right now. Okay, but I just... It's a TV show. (laughs) 
It is it? Is it a Canadian one? No, it's Can an American I see the picture? comedy series. Oh, well, oh, come on, eh, Google. Oh, come on, Google. But <laughs> there, there appears to be a monkey involved. Oh, hold on, hold on. Is BG and the bear? The bear is the is- chimpanzee. Guys, Google this Guys, right now. If you know literally one single thing about <laughs> BJ and the Bear. Okay, hold on. Keep that up. Number one, keep that up. Go to the IMDb page because I need to know more about BJ and the Bear. But number two, how do you how, how do you know that? How do you know that? That it exists at all? Yes. This is a Rain Man type situation. I where honestly have no idea. <laughs> is this part of your like childhood subconscious? I think so. There are worth three seasons three seasons guys i gotta explain in case you don't have google at your fingertips at the moment uh, it looks as though you have like a fonzie type character yeah and he has a big rig (laughs) is it a big rig? oh here's the description okay good trucker and his pet monkey travel the highways of america getting into various adventures and misadventures (gasps) along the way so you've got You've got a man, you've got a chimp, you've got a big rig, you've got both adventures and misadventures. <laughs> Why are we doing this podcast right now? Why are we not doing a BJ and the Bear podcast immediately? <laughs> okay, so who do you think is the bear and who do you think is the BJ? Oh, I think BJ is the chimp for sure. Oh, for sure. So does that mean the guy is the bear? Yeah, so what he's doing is he's not only driving around, but he is also cruising around. <laughs> For sweet, sweet otters? Uh, yes, he is looking for sweet otters. Okay, or twinks? Oh, uh, yes, I believe that he likes all kinds. What year was this made? The 70s? It looked like the 70s. 1979? Fuck. Shit. <laughs> God damn it. Allison, we have fucking nine seasons, maybe ten seasons of this that we have to go through. I have to wait to do a BG and the Bear podcast now. Now, I know what you're thinking. I was born into the wrong generation. <laughs> and you were. Oh, I want to watch that so hard. Oh, God, it hurts. I want to watch that so hard. <laughs> you're all welcome. Everyone who's listening is welcome. Guys, okay, so now from now on. We are going to talk, I mean, we are going to talk about the X-Files. That's our job. That's why it's called the double X-Files. We have to do that. But I just, like, can you guys watch BJ and the Bear for us and just, like, report back to us? Yeah, just let us know what you Please. think. Please, like, good? just a synopsis of it. How like, much, like, how much dick-on-dick dick action is there? Like, is the, now, I'm also offended that they call it a monkey, but that's clearly a chimpanzee. Oh, it's definitely a chimp. So is there, like, some chimp rights activists, like, in the TV show? Like, the chimp has to become, is a monkey, but he has to become the chimp, like, metaphorically? Yeah, Jane Goodall's all up in there. And when does the chimp, like, fucking tear off the bear's face? Yeah. Because that's gotta happen. That definitely has to happen. I'm gonna say season two, they jump the shark. I'm gonna say end of season three, and that's why it ends. (laughs) Oh. Because, you know, a bear without a face is no bear. No. That's the moneymaker for the bear. For the bear. That's where all your hair goes. All not your all hair. your hair. I mean, not in the 70s. Not, I would say, only 30% of your That's hair true. is on your head. Yeah. You got the a 30, 30, 30, 40 going down the, re- the body. And the rest being your sweet, sweet bush. Yep. Oh, God. What a journey. You opened up my eyes, Allison. And, like, I didn't know that existed. And now I feel real good. 
like real <laughs> i feel a real warm spot like just deep deep inside my soul that well, that i know that existed don't worry i'm gonna chill that warm spot right out okay by going back to the plot of the x-files what okay so um basically oh man the the music in this episode i know we just talked about the sound but the music was off the fucking crazy chain there were chimes there were bells to indicate creepy things were happening like i couldn't deal so they they so bj found the skeleton through the shining yeah and they look at it and they're like there are cut marks on the ribs and yeah so they, they brought skulder and moldy moldy <laughs> moldy Skulder, oh god, Scully. <laughs> I told you. What it would this? be it would be much easier just to say BG and the bear. Which one's BJ and which one's the bear? Oh, oh shit! I think we know. Well, who do you think? I think Scully's BJ and Molly's okay. the bear. Okay, good, good. Thank you. Because BJ is totally super intelligent, and B- and the bear is a super like lughead. Yeah. Right. Yeah. God. No I- offense to all our bear listeners. I want to watch that show so I'm so sorry. Bad. I should never have said anything. No, you just, oh, it's a light of my life now. So basically <sighs> what happens is they realize that the cut marks on his chest say brother and... The, the skeleton. Yeah, and the recent victim, the cut marks on her chest say sister. And also there were a bunch of cases in 1942 of people being um, murdered where the sister had been carved onto their chests. Yeah, and John Locke comes in and looks at all these pictures from the 1940s like, how did you get these files? They're super top secret. And they happened three days ago. And they and happened Mulder's three like, days ago. this is from 1942. Oh. And then, so John Locke is like, I guess this whole sister thing is coming back. I guess I'm pretty lost in this situation. <laughs> eh? Eh? <laughs> <Nah>. Smoke monster. <laughs> what he actually says is, you might actually call this... Sister Act 2, back in the habit. Because <laughs> we got another sister murder. Yeah, more sister murders. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> that uh, makes me feel uncomfortable. And then, okay, so Scully is uh, a genius and susses out that BJ is banging John Locke and, and is also pregnant. is pregnant. Um, can you, like, smell, like, pregnancy on people? I'm sure that Scully can, yeah. What do you think pregnancy smells like? That's a good question. That is a good question. I mean, we have we have lots of pregnant friends. Yeah. Because we are of the age where people start... So we're trying very start... hard not to say anything offensive. <laughs> I mean, I'm sure they don't mind. No, but I'm I sure our pregnant friends don't listen to this. My initial instinct is yeah. that pregnancy smells like um, a newborn baby's head. So like brain. Yeah, like brain. Because that's that what that smell is. Yeah, brain. Sweet, sweet brain. Sweet, grapey brain. Grapey brain. It has. It's like smells grapey. Right. Okay. I do smell a lot of babies. I do. Like not. when I want. Well, remember when um King Baby? Yeah. We have a baby in our life called King Baby because mm-hmm. he is the king. Yeah, uh, you sniffed him good. I when he came first came out of the uterus of our friend. Uh, I mean, just straight off the just hot, hot off the press. Hot off the press. Like just pulling out like a Quiznos sub. Uh. <laughs> Just along that yeah, little rotisserie tray. <laughs> yeah. just I, just grabbed, I just grabbed King Baby's head and I gave it a sniff. You gave it a full snifter. I, and I was kind of disappointed. Like I had yeah, always it didn't heard smell like it brain. didn't really smell like brain. And it wasn't that sweet. No, it wasn't that sweet. Maybe King Baby's special. I'm going to... got a thick skull And already. also, and also, I mean, this was a, 
a, a test of one. So really, I'm going to have to win. You got to smell more babies. So guys, have some babies and send us your babies. Yeah, we're going to sniff them and send them right back. <laughs> and send them right back. Do it like UPS yeah. and put fragile in the Look, box. we don't want to have to pay like shipping when they yeah, get can here. You, can you like do a pre-posted box so we can just send it right back Please to you? Please make sure we there are no extra fees on our side. Yeah, um, we don't pay duty either. Because yeah. I'm sure if you bring babies duty. across the I'm sure if you bring babies across the border, you're going to have to pay duty and you're going to have duty. Yeah, if you ship a baby, you're paying duty for sure. Double. You're paying double, double duty. duty. Yeah. yeah, let's sniff your We're babies. so mature. We want to sniff your babies. We want to sniff your babes. <laughs> Let us sniff your babes. <laughs> oh, no. So BJ tells Scully about this dream she has where she sees a man, a man in the mirror, and... um. And he's killing. He's killing. And he's got a straight razor. Stabbing and killing. Stabbing and killing and scraping. Um, and so Skelly tells this to Mulder. And, and she, Mulder Okay, says, no, wait, 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 wait. Can we, I just want to back up. Because yeah. this, this line is gold and we got to talk about that line. Okay, I just want to back up to another line. Yeah. When BJ is telling Scully about this, like, pre- pregnancy stuff, she's just saying, like, but this is what pregnant women this have, like right? a regular pregnancy thing like so you have you have morning sickness and you have murder dreams yeah it's like normal right and we've never been pregnant so we don't know we don't know maybe you have murder dreams you have sweet sweet murder dreams oh Oh, man can you imagine i wrote this woman is a full dummy (laughs) (laughs) do you read like what to expect when you're expecting yeah and chapter one is morning sickness. Chapter two is like getting along with your significant other while you're being pregnant. And chapter three is murder dreams. Yeah. Like how to qu- quench your bloodthirst. <laughs> <laughs> your lust for blood. That would be a great book. That would. Like how in a society that in order, like when you're pregnant, if a person is pregnant, they're all, they also like have a sweet, just bloodlust and they have to like, like bathe in like oh, blood that to would finish be to, to be pregnant to completion yeah blood for the blood baby yes god blood for the blood baby god yeah the god baby the god baby what's a god to a non-believer i mean that's how king baby was born right yeah I'm we sacrificed a couple people pretty sure <laughs> we they love definitely you. screamed a lot we love you king baby we love you king baby <laughs> When you're grown up, when you're like 13, and your mama says, "Hey, you know your your the friends that we always bring you over to the house, and they all keep calling you King Baby. This is their podcast. They talk about you." <laughs> and 13 year old King Baby's like, "Why?" And also, please stop calling me King Baby. <laughs> we are never gonna stop calling you King Baby. No, it's a, never it's for ever life. for life. Okay, can I do that thing? Okay, that you do. So Mulder says, dreams are answers to questions we haven't yet figured out how to talk about. I want to embroider that on a pillow. Is that what he says? Uh, well, as dreams are answers oh, oh, yeah, to yeah. questions we haven't figured out how to ask, ask yet. yet. No, that's it. We haven't yet figured out I mean, out I'll embroider both on a pillow because they're both very deep. So let's break this down. Let's unpack this. Dreams are <laughs> answers... To questions, yeah, we haven't yet figured out how to ask. Yeah, so let's, yeah, let's let's talk about this for a bit. Both of us have some real weird dreams. Yes. So let's play a little game. Okay. Those dreams are the answers, but what? What? What's the question? What's the question? 
Uh, do you want to start? I'll start. Okay. okay. So I had a dream the other night mm-hmm. that I was in a record store. Okay. And while I was in this record store, I had one bottle of Jim Beam. That's the, like, whiskey? Yeah. And okay. I had one bottle of Fireball. Okay. It's a cinnamon whiskey. And I was pouring these two bottles into a much larger container. In a record store. In a record store. What kind of container was it? Uh, like, um, almost like, you know, a big glass boot. A big glass boot. Like okay. you might get at a German restaurant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I was just chugging that thing. Okay. Uh, and then my coworkers drove by and they said, what are you doing? Get yeah. in the car. Okay. And I said something incoherent because I was very drunk. Okay. Um, and then I was suddenly in the car and I said, hey, I don't remember getting in this car. Yeah. Uh, and then they drove me back to work. Okay. And then as I'm at work, a record store employee comes in and she says, hey, we had this red pen when you were there and now it's missing. Mm. And the red pen had the words fishy wishy scratched into the end of it. Oh, shit. And she said, you got to buy me a new pen because you stole it. Yeah. And I am at this point, she's being very loud and I'm trying to hide the fact that I have a drinking problem from yeah. all my employees. Yeah. Um, and so she's like, well, we're going to order a new one. So I pull up Staples' website on my computer. Staples sponsor us. And um, <laughs> Staples obviously sponsored your dream. Yeah. And okay. she said, well, no, you have to use our website that we used. And I'm like, okay. Uh, and then that goes awry somehow. And then I, the only other thing I remember is the end of the dream um, when I'm kind of in that weird mid-waking, mid-sleeping state. Yeah. Uh, where I'm in the the pen aisle at Staples just trying to find any <laughs> red pen that matches the description. The fishy-wishy pen. Yeah. Okay. But, like, all the all the pens are missing caps or they're, like, just the center ink part or, like, they don't work. Wow. I think I... So that's the answer. I think I got your question. What's the question? Was Empire Records really a good movie or was it <laughs> just nostalgically good? Oh. That's the question. Yeah. <laughs> I guess we figured out how to ask I it. Guess we, <laughs> I guess we figured out how to ask it. You want to hear my weird dream? Yeah. But listeners, do answer that question for yeah, us. Yeah, do answer that I need question. closure on this dream. Well, I mean, I came up with the question, but I mean, that's the Empire Records question is good. Yeah. So my dream is the answer. The answer. Yeah. To that. Uh, so I had a dream. I've been having super weird dreams. Uh, uh I had a dream that in our human society, you when you were born, you didn't get a name from your parents. Mm-hmm. In fact, you don't get a name until you're 15. Okay, okay. And when you're 15, you actually go through a cer- ceremony and name yourself. Interesting. And every 15 years, you can choose to name yourself a, a new name or mm-hmm. you can keep the name that you named yourself, you know, 15 years ago sort of thing. So I had a dream that my husband, who is currently in the non-dream world named Colin, um, I had a dream that when he was 15, he named himself Nuts15. <laughs> and that, listeners, is spelled N-U-T-Z-15. That's amazing. And he had to live with that choice until he was 30. That was my dream. I love that dream. That was the answer. What is the question? Um, so the question is, if you are inducted into the Pen15 Club <laughs> as a youth, does that membership last your entire life? That's a good question. And I think we've answered it. Yeah. <laughs> I think we did. I think we did. Hey, guys, tell us your weird dreams and we'll answer it. Yeah. Well, we'll ask the question oh, that sorry, your we'll, dream is the answer yeah, to. Yeah, we'll, we'll ask the question. 
Good job, us. Good job, us. Yeah. What happens in this stupid episode? Uh, remember when... Oh, okay. So I was trying to figure out... I was trying to unpack this whole situation. Why this pregnant woman is having weird dreams about serial killing and why is there killing happening? Yeah. And I wrote, remember when there was a, a show, an X-Files episode... Where the kid was an ex-cop, but the kid was killing people? Yeah. I had that thought that maybe the fetus is killing people. Oh, yeah, the fetus is, like, taking over her body. Yeah, which Mm -hmm. is kind of close. Kind of? I guess. I mean, we'll unpack it. Um, So this, then, BJ is uh, at the precinct, and she's looking through pictures of mugshots from the 1940s. And the guy uh, that she is her baby daddy, he sits down, he says, what are you doing? And she says, oh, I'm, I'm just, like, following up on something. He says... But those mugshots are all from the 1940s. And this is what I have to say to John Locke. What? Context clues. <laughs> John Locke, use your fucking context clues. Why do you think she's looking at mugshots from the 1940s and you have just realized there's a case from the 1940s and a cop from the 1940s was just found by her in a field? Like, are you an idiot? These are all connected. Well, he also said that... Um, she was pregnant. She decided to keep the baby. And he actually said to her, this isn't your decision. This is our decision. Oh, God. So, yes, yeah. he is an idiot. He's a full dumbo. God, oh God damn John Locke. John Locke, I hope you get eaten by a fucking polar bear. Yeah, man. I hope you, the smoke monster does weird things to you in your sleep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's what that show is about, right? Yes. I totally forget. I There was a vault of some kind. They were all dead along right yeah okay but then but like they spent three seasons to try to like people guess that they were dead all along and then they spent three seasons saying no they're really not dead it's not limbo but it really was limbo yeah okay i just wanted to get that straight yep that's what happened that is is what lost was about god do you remember how like that was a big thing it was a big deal when it started it was like event television I remember having a friend over every week and we yeah. would sit down and watch it. Yeah, like my parents and I, yeah, we watched the shit out of that. I can't even think of another TV show that had that. I mean, Game of Thrones now. America's Next Top Model. Oh, yeah. They're all in limbo too, right? Yeah, they're also all in limbo. Like the house, Tyra's house is limbo. And then the when, when they get sent away, they actually like they finish their undone business and they get sent to heaven or hell. They leave this mortal coil. Yeah. I like that. I would watch that. That's ending too, right? That stopped too. Yeah. It's over. And the last two seasons were boys in the house. What? Really? Yeah. That's lame. I enjoyed it. Why can't women have just this one thing? Just this one thing. Just this thing. one thing. Just this one thing. <laughs> Nothing else. Modeling suffrage. <laughs> um, That's uh, a rough 77. Yeah. Who? What? Oh, the guy. What? The oh killer, yeah, the old so killer. We go see uh, the guy that basically was the killer in the 1940s. Yeah, and he's like, I've done my time, and they say he's 77, and he is a roof 77. He's a, now he's a smoker, but he like he has skin cancer for days. Yeah, and he is rough. Like my father-in-law is like 73 or something, and he is a spring chicken to, <laughs> compared to that guy. Oh yeah. my god. Um. So they say that this guy, he was the killer who was locked up for the murders that in the 1940s. Yeah. But then he got, he's out of jail now and he's just living his sad life because he's a fucking murderer. You would think he 
he'd be locked up for life. Yeah. If he murdered that many people well, he and said raped that they that gave many people. him pills, so I think he probably got off on a psychological defense. Oh, well, whatever. Uh, he's going to die soon anyway. Yeah. Um, and so and then, then it goes to... So we interview him and we're yeah. like, well, is he killing people well, again? he could have done it because he's looking at him. Because he's, he's super old and decrepit. Super old and has a oxygen tank or helium tank and is making balloon animals. I don't know. We can't whatever. be sure. We can't be sure. We're not medical doctors. We don't know these things. Uh, and then we go back to BJ and she's sleeping. Uh, and... She wakes up, and because of this, like, weird, spooky, spooky stuff going on, and she wakes up, and her she's all bloody. Mm-hmm. And so she has sister carved in her chest like yeah. all the other victims. And then she goes back into her room, and a young guy is in there? Yeah, like a young version of the old guy whose name is Coakley. Yeah, so um, the, who she saw in the pictures from the 1940s. Yeah, so she's sure that she's seeing, like, the young version of Coakley... And then she has a weird shining about something under the floorboards. So she tries to... So this is, I was like, is this a ghost murder? But the guy is not a ghost. He's alive. So... Now, prior to this point, Mulder's theory was that... Mulder and Scully, I believe, their theory was that this was cryptonesia. What's that? Which is like when something is locked up inside your brain and then you unlock it. Mm, and you're mm. like, oh, right, that. Mm, mm. I guess. And I get, you know what? I'm really, really glad. Remember in the first season where Mulder, like, guessed something really stupid in the first 20 minutes? Yeah. And then at the end of 10, it, it was that thing. Yeah. I'm glad Mulder didn't say, well, she is really the great, great granddaughter of this other murderer, so she has murder instincts. She's got murder in her blood. It's like yeah. idle hands, only genetically. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'm genetically glad. Idle hands. Genetically idle hands. <laughs> That, that's the one where she gets murderer hands, right? Yeah. What's the one where there's a murder eyes, eyeballs? Is there one with murder eyeballs? Uh, I see you. <laughs> but it's it's spelled I, like the letters I see you and it's set in an intensive care unit. But the doctor has murder eyes. Murder eyes. Okay. Yeah. So can he see who's going to be murdered or he sees people who are murdered? He sees how he's going to murder the people mm-hmm. um, and then he carries it out. So it's more of a, it's not like, it's more of an angel of death scenario. I actually like the sequel called ICUP. <laughs> What's, remind me the... The plot of that one. <laughs> That's when the guy with the murder eyes, uh, he actually feels like he um, he can he can live on with normal society, so he has to move away. He moves away to Pittsburgh, and that's the P. But I see you, Pittsburgh. I see you, Pittsburgh. But then he gets the murder site again, and he has to live with that. I like now. I like the third installment of this series. Um, Are we? <laughs> it's actually set in Baltimore, um, and it's called ICUBM. What's the M? Oh, Baltimore. Yeah, Baltimore, it's Maryland. Weird, it's Baltimore, a, Maryland. A weird choice that they made to include the state in this one. But um, I I like the other one. I see you BMBM. I see you PBMBM, which is also in Boston, Massachusetts. This is a cold war of escalation, <laughs> and I want to know who blinks first. <laughs> it's gonna be me because I need to end this. 
<laughs> I think I'm, that's I'm ending this. It's I'm okay, this. it's over. Um, oh, gosh. Murder Baby? That's what I wrote. Yeah. So we find out, because they go to talk to uh, one of the initial victims who wasn't killed. Yeah. Uh, and the only one who wasn't killed. Yeah. She has, like, a crazy French name. Um, Babineau? No, that's not it. Babineau? No. Um, okay. Let's go with that. Sure. So she... Uh, Scully, in talking to her, realizes that she or Mulder realizes that she had a baby. She had a she had a she had a murder murder rape baby. Yeah, which is not great, not great. great. Don't feel great great about that. Um, so yeah, I guess Coakley had raped her. She had had a baby as a result of that. Uh, gave it up for adoption and basically said like, but it's a it's a murder baby. There's no there's no help in that baby. It's a murder baby. But this baby would have been fifty. Yeah. So we know that 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 baby. That that's not the killer. But but we find out that that fifty-year-old baby um, it, had another baby. Had, he had a baby of his own, uh, and that a, baby is BJ. Th- this is a triple baby situation. BJ and the baby. BJ and the baby. So we find but out. N- but none of them is a monkey. Yeah, no one's a monkey Ugh. or a chimp. Um, BJ is Coakley's granddaughter yeah great granddaughter um and she no granddaughter i got confused yeah um so basically she has like the murder instincts are genetically ingrained in her yep is what we're being told yeah i believe genetic memory is the phrase that they use so this is like a nature versus nurture thing yeah like Mulder says well do i like sunflower seeds because i like them or because like genetically i'm predisposed to like them because my daddy liked them and uh oh there's so much wrong with this i can't even begin I love how they talk, they're trying to figure this out, like, for 20 minutes. Yeah. And then suddenly, then it's like, we spend fucking five minutes, like, BG is actually the granddaughter, and she's a killer. And then that, like, that's it. Yeah. That's it. That's the thing. It ends pretty swiftly Um, with BJ trying to kill. Well, it kind of does. So BJ has the murder... The murder genetic. Yeah, genetic murder The murder DNA. Because she's a murderer baby. So she's gonna... She's going to murder the person who her grandfather failed to murder. Failed to murder. Uh, her but grandmother. Doesn't? Yeah, cuz so she's going to murder her and then she doesn't. She just like swipes her across the neck there's with a, a straight shot. razor. There's a like a 10 shot, there's a gun involved and then the straight razor goes up and like fucking slow motion just hangs there so we don't know who's going to get it. I I take issue with a lot of the shots in this where we look like we're going to see someone get cut but we never oh, see someone get cut. I got some cutting blue balls. I got for real cut blue balls. I need to see some shanking. I need to see someone slice somebody open with that fucking straight razor. I need razor. some Julianin. Right? Yeah. That's a cut thing, Like, I right? got so much fucking bloodlust, you'd think I was pregnant. <laughs> Bringing it back around. Call back. Woohoo. Um, so, so, the, she doesn't murder her no. grandmother. Then she goes to murder her grandfather. Coakley. Yeah. And she, so, she kind of stabs him some and then Mulder and there's a same and there's a fucking same shot of the like whoa stab you nope nope and then no she does actually she does does, but we don't get to see it do we we don't get to see it because we are denied everything we want (laughs) in life thank you Chris Carter may we have another and the then she goes into Mulder she 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 enters Mulder. She enters Mulder. From the top. From the top. And again, there's this slash shot and 
she's holding the fucking knife to Mulder's throat. Yeah. And then John Locke comes in with a fucking gun, and Scully comes in with a gun, and I wrote, I fucking don't care who gets it, but someone goddamn better get it. Someone gotta get it. And this shows you how much interest I have in the characters. I don't care who dies. Of all the people in that situation? No, I'm not invested in a single one. Like, I don't care who gets shot or slashed. If she slices Mulder's throat open then and there, that's great. That's fine. At least I can finish. (laughs) (laughs) We need to be sexually... We ended. This just needs to be... Just, I need to come to orgasm. Yeah, someone needs to be injured, shot, sliced in some way for me to come to completion. Guess what? I mean, someone dies, but it's not, like, it's not, like... No, it's like a slow death. It's just a... (sighs) Yeah. And so he dies, and by that, her genetic genie has been, like, released, and she doesn't have to murder anymore? That seems like what's happening. Yeah, Copley dies, and then she's like, oh, I guess I won't murder you, because as soon as... You know, the person who gave me the genetics dies. The genetics are over. The genetics are over. The genetics have ended. God. Well, I mean. Yeah, yikes. Yikes. This is one of those episodes we're going to forget in like four episodes and I'm going to be happy about it. yeah. But you know what we, I hope we never forget about? BJ and the bear. BJ and the bear. Can we just like, at the end of this episode, put the theme song from that if we can find it? Yes. Okay, Absolutely good. Absolutely okay. will do. So stay tuned for that, friends. <laughs> so- Don't Google it yourself. Just just hang on to this <laughs> do you have some facts from your sweet fact book i don't yeah i do i do have facts okay so um a fact and a quote the bones and skulls used here and in our town which i don't think we've watched yet no. are not real bones they're what? plastic bones which must be aged with paint and chemicals and have the plastic seams filed off not only would real bones cost a great deal more but they would give the cast of the x-files the creeps. Does it say the creeps? It says the creeps. The, oh god, <laughs> the creeps. But I mean, we I, talked to um a guy who were who what was his name? Uh, we talked to someone who worked on the um the X Files like on set, and sometimes they had real bones available. Yeah, true, true. Like back then. Um, but maybe it gave everyone a textbook case of the creeps, perhaps. Uh, and then I have a great quote from this. So every episode that's listed in this book, uh, the truth is out there. The official guide to the X Files, which, which is covers. Our- Seasons one and two. Pretty good, yeah. Um, it has a backstory paragraph. Uh, and at, at the bottom of this one, it says, Despite the grim storyline, there's some amusing banter between the leads, allowing Skelly to give as good as she gets. When Mulder accuses her of engaging in a pretty extreme hunch, for example, Skelly quickly counters by saying, I seem to recall you having some pretty extreme hunches. And by extreme hunches, I mean boners. Yeah, because he sees any woman named BJ and he's just like, boing! <laughs> Should we rate this? Uh, yeah, let's rate this shit. Um, I rate it on a spooky scale. One, two, five. Alien thumbs up. Uh, I give this, oh god, like a 1.5. Um, mm-hmm, it, mm-hmm. it could have been a little spooky. If we had seen someone give fucking blood. Oh, I just think the music just was overwhelming. Oh, and those chimes were just silly. They were really bad. Silly chimes. Okay, what's it? You rate one to Excelsius Day. I rate one to Excelsius Day on a uh, rage scale. And I'm... I'll just give this one like a 7.5 for just being straight dumb. Yeah, super dumb. Fuck that. Yeah. Uh, okay. Let's do, let's do some reader mail. Reader mail. There is no postmark, no return address. Where is this mail from? 
Is it from outer space? Yes, it's from outer space. Thank you, aliens. Can I actually start with my, the Twitter thing? Absolutely, you may. Um, I don't know. So, so, so very long ago in a young and innocent time, we asked you, dear, dear listeners, to tell us what is your fart smell? Your desired fart Not smell. like what do you fart, what is your fart smell currently? But if you could change your fart smell into anything, uh, what would it be? And we have some really good answers on the tweets. Um, uh, at I am a medical doctor, Amelia Ackerman, she said uh, a new car smell, mm-hmm. which is nice. Like I like that. So, and we also had a talk and about how you would just put like those sweet car fresheners, mm-hmm. two of them, one for each cheek. Yeah, and then everything mouth. that comes out just goes right between them like a car wash. Yeah. Um, and at uh, uh, David Con Cornwell, um, sour rotten. Or donair with everything on it. Now, I had to look up what sauerbraten. And it's a German, like, pot roast. Yeah. So, like, that would be really nice. Like, you would just invite our our dear, dear, dear friend over. And he would just fart up the place. And you open the door on that Sunday and it just smells like pot roast. Yeah. That would be really nice. I'm kind of into just it. Just really nice and meaty. Um, Let's see. Uh, at Naonazer, Neo- so Naomi, um... She said, freshly popped popcorn, and I am so down with that. Oh, yeah. Because I fucking love popcorn. You do. You're a fiend for it. So you guys came up with some good fart smells. Yeah. I want to sniff all your behinds. Yep. Just Like, more than up. a baby. Can you guys just send your farts in a box? Just fart? Well, no. Can you mail your butts to us? <laughs> you mail your butts to us. P.O. Box B-U-T-T. Do you, have to, do you have to pay duty on that, too? <laughs> yeah, you do. <laughs> oh, right. duty. Uh, you got an email. I did. I got an email from my dear friend, uh, Gibson, and or Gibby, as, as I call him, uh, and he is known. Uh, and so the subject line of this email, which is the first thing I saw, was, I was actually kind of born like a cow. So I opened the email and it says, I won't tell the story unless you want to hear it, but it involves the human body. And I responded, uh, yeah, I want to hear it. Are you kidding me? Um, and so he wrote back, uh, the short of it was that my mom had a VBAC, which is a vaginal birth after cesarean, um, just to do it. And I don't know that they planned it as well as they do now in 1990. So I ended up getting stuck in my mom's womb and they had to use a vacuum extractor to pull me out calf style and then he says you can use that on the podcast if you want i absolutely do want gibby so, thank you gibby are you a cow <laughs> part part cow? Are, you, are you talking cow like that'd be cool that would be cool i fucking love cows they're awesome they're soft and they have large eyes, eyes. they do i like to look into their eyes and dream of a world where cows are frolicking in the meadow oh i love cows and that email was in response to our episode red museum which had many many, many, cows, many cows featured in it i think i talked about birthing as well yes birthing was discussed i don't know in what context so long ago blood for the blood god um what do we do next predictions predictions let's do we that made our way to predictions wow good because i really have to be so bad like i had to pee like 20 minutes ago and i've been holding it just clenching you are fuck a hero i know okay so let's do it let's quick quick quick, quick. who's doing predictions i'm doing predictions okay so i gotta do the thing yes anything could happen based on a name anything could happen when you're playing the prediction game Tell me, Allison, what's it gonna be? 
a way to dredge up all of your childhood anxiety. Season two, episode 13. And I think you're going to like this episode title. Oh, yeah? It's called Irresistible. Oh, my. Oh, my. Irresistible. Yes. Oh, Jesus. Oh, no. I read the... <laughs> oh, no. Sorry, I just read a description in this. It's a thing. Don't tell me Oh, anything. it's so good. Okay, it's, irresistible. Dare I say irresistible. I think that this is a, not a myth arc episode, but a, a Ro- Rome arc episode. What does that mean? Uh, it is a romance arc episode oh, that God. furthers the romance yeah. between Mulder and Skinner. Well, thank God. So I think that this is, it's going to reference, Irresistible references the case. Yeah. Um, which maybe is some kind of stalker. Okay. Um, yeah. So that's the A plot. Yeah, the A plot. But, but it how also. How is it like supernatural though? How is the stalker supernatural? How is it supernatural? Yeah, how is it? It's um, got to be an X-File. Like, maybe. stalkers are everywhere. It is a cat person. A cat person. Yeah. Who has dark vision. And okay. uses it to stalk people that it finds irresistible based on pheromones. So, like, Nightman from Always Sunny. Yes, exactly. Okay. It is Nightman. It is uh, And then the oh. B plot Sorry. is the fact that, you know, Skinner, just Mulder just keeps coming back to him. And he just finds Mulder irresistible. And he doesn't know how to control himself around Mulder. Just popping boners left and right. Just popping those bones. This He's like, I don't know what to do. This guy's got me, got me going crazy. I love it. How do I become his full-time daddy? A lot, of, a lot of tension. Oh, in the seams of his pants as well as in the <laughs> scenes of the show. I think we've made that joke like 17 times, but I'm not ashamed. I'm not over it, I so... Love it. Okay, I love it. Some sweet man on mine action and some sweet cat on non-consenting adult action. Oh, boy. Well, okay. Let's see how this plays out. Nothing can be worse than Excelsior's Day, am I right? So true. Let's yeah. not jinx it. <laughs> oh, God, no. Okay, friends. Oh, I do want to mention a couple things before you hear the theme song to BJ and the Bear, if we can find it. I don't know. You're going to have to stay tuned. I want to say you want to go to Patreon. This is June. It's June. It's right June. Now. It's June when you're listening to this, perhaps. June 2016. Um, You're going to want to go to patreon.com slash thunderquack because this is the month where we release our first mixtape mix cd for episodes one through eight of season two of the x-files mm-hmm. you need to get this mixtape it's all 100 percent verified bangers oh it is fire it is fire and so we released that at the end of June. We're going to send that out in our snail mail club at the end of June. Uh, so you're going to want it. You have a couple weeks to to sign on. Patreon.com slash Thunderquack. $7 a month gets you... Uh, uh, $7 this month gets you one of those CDs. Then next uh, month, you'll get the second one. Then in September, you will get the third one. And uh, every other month, you'll get just something cool in the mail. We send out lots of stuff. Not babies or butts. Nope. No babies, no butts. Maybe. Maybe babies and butts. I don't know. You're going to have to find out. Also, I do need to tell you that you want to do that quick because we have a new uh, podcast joining the page, uh, joining Thunderquack, and that's the Riverdale Gang, mm-hmm. uh, and that's two of our dear, dear friends, uh, Ann and Tia, and they are funny bitches. Yeah. 
Fuck. For real. Oh, my God. And Riverdale is the new Archie show. It looks like a certified stinker. So I need to hear these two ladies talk about that show. Oh, I can't wait to hear their so takes. They're our- hot takes. They're hot, hot takes. So you need, in order to make that a thing, you need to donate to our Patreon. So please do that. So now I think we're going to have to say our ending catch line catchphrase mm-hmm. and then um hear the sweet tune of bg and the bear yeah we can find it if not we'll just make it up we'll sing it ourselves oh yeah, yeah absolutely we'll there'll be something okay guys remember the truth, truth is out there. there now who would be bg and the bear with us oh man <laughs> i'm the bear okay uh, good i'm the monkey <laughs> Dallas, my wounds provide my palace. And off to New Orleans or who 